welcome to Tuesday's edition of Transformation Radio. Oh, I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender
And now as we continue to go through the one-year Bible, our reading from the New Testament will be from the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verses 1 through 17. Here's an overview we'll be reading about. When people gathered for the offering of sacrifices on the Day of Atonement, well, they were reminded of their sins, and they undoubtedly felt guilty all over again. What they needed most was forgiveness, the permanent, powerful, sin-destroying forgiveness that we have in Christ. When we confess a sin to Him, we need never think of it again. Christ has forgiven us, and the sin no longer exists. Animal sacrifices could not take away sins. They provided only a temporary way to deal with sin until Jesus came to deal with sin permanently. How then were people forgiven in Old Testament times? Well, because Old Testament believers were following God's command to offer sacrifices, He graciously forgave them when, by faith, they made their sacrifices. But that practice looked forward to Christ's perfect sacrifice. Christ's way was superior to the Old Testament way, because the old way only pointed to what Christ would do to take away sins. Christ's work is contrasted with the work of Jewish priests, as we'll read about here today. The priests' work was never finished, so they had to stand, you know, day after day and offer sacrifices. Well, Christ's sacrifice, dying in our place, is finished, and so He has sat down at the right hand of the Father. The priests repeated the sacrifices often. Christ sacrificed once for all. The sacrifice system couldn't uh, completely remove sin. Christ's sacrifice effectively cleansed us. That's why we call the gospel good news. All right, with that, let's read all about it here today in the New Testament. November 10th, the New Testament, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 1 through 17. The old system under the law of Moses was only a shadow, a dim preview of the good things to come, not the good things themselves. The sacrifices under that system were repeated again and again, year after year, but they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. If they could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have stopped, for the worshipers would have been purified once for all time, and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. But instead, those sacrifices actually reminded them of their sins year after year. For it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. That is why, when Christ came into the world, He said to God, You did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings, but you have given me a body to offer. You are not pleased with burnt offerings or other offerings for sin. Then I said, Look, I have come to do your will, O God, as it is written about me in the Scriptures. First, Christ said, You did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings or burnt offerings or other offerings for sin, nor were you pleased with them, though they are required by the law of Moses. Then he said, Look, I have come to do your will. He cancels the first covenant in order to put the second into effect. For God's will was for us to be made holy by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. Under the old covenant, the priest stands and ministers before the altar day after day, offering the same sacrifices again and again, which can never take away sins. But our high priest offered himself to God 
as a single sacrifice for sins, good for all time. Then he sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. There he waits until his enemies are humbled and made a footstool under his feet. For by that one offering he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. And the Holy Spirit also testifies that this is so. For he says, This is the new covenant I will make with my people on that day, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts, and I will write them on their minds. Then he says, I will never again remember their sins and lawless deeds. Psalm 108, verses 1 through 13. The conclusions from two previous psalms have been put together to make this psalm. The first five verses are quoted from Psalm 57, verses 7 through 11, and the next eight verses that we'll read here, 108, verses 6 through 13, are from Psalm 60, verses 5 through 12. Moab, Edom, and Philistia were Israel's enemies to the east, south, and west, respectively. They despised the Israelites and Israel's God. Do our prayers end with requests for help to make it through uh, stressful situations? David prayed not merely for rescue, but for victory. You know, we uh, talk a lot about salvation as if that's the end of things for us until we die and go to heaven. No, we are made for victory. God's grace, His enabling presence, allows us to live victoriously here and now on our way to heaven. So uh, let this lesson here that David uh, teaches us be a guide for us. He prayed not merely for rescue. Oh, Lord, come and uh, give me your wonderful salvation. That's great. But now let's move on with life and pray for some victory. I want to live victoriously. With God's help, we can claim more than mere survival. Look for ways God can use your distress as an opportunity to show His mighty power. Psalm 108, verses 1 through 13, a song, a psalm of David. My heart is confident in you, O God. No wonder I can sing your praises with all my heart. Wake up, lyre and harp. I will wake the dawn with my song. I will thank you, Lord, among all the people. I will sing your praises among the nations. For your unfailing love is higher than the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the highest heavens. May your glory shine over all the earth. Now rescue your beloved people. Answer and save us by your power. God has promised this by his holiness. I will divide up Shechem with joy. I will measure out the valley of Sukkoth. Gilead is mine and Manasseh too. Ephraim, my helmet, will produce my warriors. And Judah, my scepter will produce my kings. But Moab, my washbasin, will become my servant. And I will wipe my feet on Edom and shout in triumph over Philistia. Who will bring me into the fortified city? Who will bring me victory over Edom? Have you rejected us, O God? Will you no longer march with our armies? Oh, please help us against our enemies, for all human help is useless. With God's help, we will do mighty things, for He will trample down our foes. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 12. 
A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences.
first day that I met you Never dreamed that I ever could forget you But black and white make a mess when it turned to gray Sunlight keeps sweeping across the window Rewind to the time when we were so close Got me longing for yesterday On blast. It's like I try to speak my mind because I know that I'm his And yep, I try to speak my mind, but it don't fly with them kids Man, if I'm not talking about the newest Nikes or releases They put the mute on me, I can't speak about my Jesus Like I'm living for him, I'm slipping this in I turn around and make the amends, I try to fit in I mess it up and stumble again, I'm taking this pen And writing everything so I remember just how sweet that it is Yeah, man, I got issues, I can't even lie My only saving grace is knowing I got you inside I'm done with saving face, I don't got a thing to hide So don't leave me alone, keep coming day and night My future is secure. 
I am finished and done with low living, sight walking, small planning, smooth knees, colorless dreams, tame visions, mundane talking, cheap living, and dwarf goals. I no longer need preeminence, position, or popularity. I don't have to be right. I don't have to be first. I don't have to be recognized. I don't have to be praised. I don't have to be regarded. I don't have to be rewarded. I am committed to the Lord Jesus Christ. I now live by faith. I lean on His presence. I walk with patience. I live by prayer. I labor in love. My face is set. My road is narrow. My way is rough. My companions may be few, but my guide is reliable. My mission is clear. I cannot be bought, deluded, or delayed. I will not flinch in the face of sacrifice. I will not hesitate in the presence of adversity. I will not negotiate at the table of the enemy. I will not meander in the maze of mediocrity. I won't give up. I won't shut up. I won't let up until I have stayed up, stored up, prayed up, paid up, and preached up for the cause of Jesus Christ. I am a disciple of the Lord Jesus. I will go till He comes. I will give till I drop. I will preach till all know. I will work till He stops me, and when He comes, He will find faith and commitment in my life. When He comes, He will have no problem recognizing me. In Jesus' name, Lord, use me. Amen.
Thanks for listening to Transformation Radio.